It's a great personal joy to welcome Pastor Marshall Dagg to our radio program this Sunday afternoon. I've known Marshall from when he was a boy, and I've known his family, and they're all involved in the Lord's work, as he is now in the state of Alabama, the USA. Marshall, it's good to join up with you again and uh, to uh, renew fellowship. I want you to share with us something about your childhood years, kind of home you grew up in, a little bit perhaps about your parents, and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I'm a pastor of Harvest Point Methodist Church here in Madison, Alabama, USA, as Brother Eric said, and he and I actually met when I did a pastoral internship many years ago in college and thoroughly enjoyed being uh, in Northern Ireland and being so close to the sea uh, up in the north part there. And, and I spent about three months doing that. But <clears throat> I knew Brother Eric from an early age as a child uh, growing up in Decatur, Alabama, my dad being a pastor. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had Brother Eric come over and Miss Yvonne and, and actually the whole gang uh, when when you used to sing, you used to do oh, your your yes. whole family sang, and uh, would do these tours and whatnot. And so we we got to know one another, uh, just me as a kid, really. And and but my testimony and and sort of story for my childhood. At five years of age, my dad had really only been preaching for about a year, and I'll never forget that one Sunday. I don't know what he preached, but uh, I knew that the Lord was speaking to my heart. And I knew enough at five years old to tell my dad, I want Jesus in my heart. And so after after that Sunday night service, um, I just told him, Daddy, I want Jesus in my heart. I heard you talking about that. I, I want that. I, mm-hmm. I want Jesus in my heart. And so we turned two kitchen table chairs together, and we prayed. And I still remember that moment. Wow. And, and the Lord uh, saved me at that moment. And I... I was his, and um, you know, just walked in that as a five, any five-year-old, even through elementary school and middle school, did my best to sort of, sort of walk with the Lord in the in the knowledge that I had and the light that I did have, and even into high school, I uh, I served the Lord all the way through, honestly, and had a had a bumpy year in my eleventh grade year, wow. but um, even even there, the Lord did a powerful work when I was seventeen at a youth retreat and I ended up going to this youth retreat and I, and even a week before I really just was had a bad place in my spirit um you know I'd been been walking with the Lord for many years but but just in my spirit I was unsettled uh, I just I knew I wasn't right with God I knew I wasn't really doing anything at, at 17 years old um for him, it wasn't so much of what I was doing sinful, just was I what I wasn't doing, mm-hmm. uh, and and it, well, I didn't know at the time, but he was placing a call on my life, and I ended up never forget. I was looking up at the at the ceiling fan, and 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 just sort of very depressed about where I was at at, at this age in my life, and ended up just saying a very simple prayer: Lord, do something in my heart at this retreat this next week and you know week went by and uh went to the retreat and the holy spirit descended upon that place in a very powerful way something i've never seen before uh there, there was by the end of that service at that retreat um no one was standing everybody was prostrate i've never been to a certain where you know i mean no one was even seated it was everybody was on their face before god and including me and i accepted a call to preach 
and a call to go into ministry that night and totally surrendered my life. Um, the Lord sanctified me that night and my brother as well. And, and so he and I, very similar testimonies. So you have a brother. I do. I do. Uh, he's 17 months younger than I am. Uh-huh. And his name is Justin. He's a, he's a doctor now. He's an orthopedic surgeon that specializes in foot and ankle. And okay. so he's been, he and I have been right there in ministry and, and in our walk with the Lord together, followed very similar paths. And thankfully, after a long journey for him, going to medical school and residency and, and then even doing a fellowship, he has now come back to the area. And we have the joy of serving in a church, in a local church together. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a neat, you know, we're, we're nothing like the Wesleys, but they were certainly an example for me to be like, man, this, this is a great opportunity to have your brother right there, you know, alongside you. So anyway, <laughs> that's, that's, that's I, very, I like to at least think that way. Yeah, <laughs> that's very nice. Very nice. Love that. Uh, you <clears throat> left school eventually and... I think you probably headed on toward the Lord's work and preparing for that, which took you where? So when I graduated high school in 1999, I went to Wesley College in in Jackson, Mississippi, right outside of Jackson, Mississippi, and went to a Bible college there for four years. And and really, you know, the Lord continued to do his work in my life and, and began to study biblically and whatnot. Uh, then, as soon as I finished there, I did four years there, I went straight into Wesley Biblical Seminary, mm-hmm. in Jack, located in Jackson, Mississippi, still located there, and uh, did four years of master's work there, and, and ended up doing a Master of Divinity with them, graduated with sort of an emphasis in uh, pastoral ministry, and <laughs> it's kind of a funny funny thing, I... About the last two years, my I got married while I was in seminary. Okay. Ended up having our first child while I was in seminary as well. A lot of first, first church when I was in seminary. So okay. lots of firsts. And but about two years before I graduated, we really started praying and seeking the Lord on what He would want us to do. And you know, there were several options. There was military chaplaincy that was an option for us. There was um, going into an established church, which which seemed sort of at the time to be um, the path we were going to take, but. You know, none of that really. We we just kept feeling like there was something maybe different or more, and it was at a it was at a youth camp that someone simply asked me to pray about planting a church. I kind of laughed and you know chuckled it off as yeah, I'll pray about it, but you know that's that's certainly not what I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing. I don't have the gifts of, for that or. <laughs> Anything like that. So don't ever tell God that kind of stuff because, you know, ultimately <laughs> yes, exactly. it comes back to bite you a little bit. But, That's right. But I ended up, I, I promised that God pray. So I started praying and, and then my wife started praying about it. And we just felt a very strong desire, even even though I didn't believe I really had the gifting enough to to plant a church. It was, it was really what we felt like the Lord wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know, we started pursuing that tract and trying to get trained and, you know, get oriented to what that was going to look like. Um, here we were newly married and, and then with a, with a child as well. That was, you know, Jackson was born just the last few months of my seminary career. Okay. So, so did that church, was that Harvest Point? Yes, it sir. It was. It was. That's really quite a story in itself. Mm. Um, that would be of interest to people who may remember you, when you came through and spent yeah. time with us in uh, Northern Ireland, uh, tell us a little bit about the work that you're involved in. Sure, 
sure, absolutely. So we we jumped right in. I mean, it was it was one of these things where the Lord really worked out some of the financial things, which is oftentimes a, a large barrier for some for a new church. Uh, you know, starting a new work, you don't have the resources. You're you're helping to create those resources, and the Lord just. I mean, it's a long story, too long to tell here, but provided the exact dollar amounts to get us here. And I mean, it was one of these things where where even the house that we were in, literally we put up the for sale sign on a Friday and it was sold by Monday mm-hmm. for full price, just enough to put a down payment for our, uh, our house over here in Alabama as we moved. And it was just, we knew it was a, a God thing. He was providing every step of the way. And that's one of the things he's taught us through the whole thing is, we don't have the gifting. Yes. We don't, but he does, and he has the resources. We don't have the resource. We don't have all the gifting, but he does, and it's one of those things you have to learn. I mean, it just it is a walk of faith, and it's a walk of trust, and if he's called us to do it, he'll equip us to do it, and mm-hmm. he'll provide for us. Mm-hmm. And so we moved here, uh, and it, it's a bit different area. You know, this area here in Huntsville, we've got... The rock, it's called the Rocket City uh, because we have NASA that's here, and they they built rockets. When we went to the moon, the rocket that was that was used was built here. It was engineered here, and so the the Marshall Space Flight Center, which you know, I don't have any connection to my name other than just <laughs> my name. But we also have Redstone Arsenal, which is a military installation. We have a lot of retired military people here. Um, we also have a research park that does a lot of Department of Defense type. Type things, and so it's a really neat area. It's a very educated area, and so we had to learn that. We we spent a year just really, um, you know, for lack of a better word, interpreting the culture that we were going to okay. move into. I mean, it's just a different place than where we had both gr- grown up, even though it's just across the river. Mm-hmm. It, but it's a it was a different culture, and so we wanted to really seek the Lord on how to reach people, and you know, here in this area. And so we spent about a year doing that and raising some uh, funds. And then we started the work and really, you know, to tell you the truth, I didn't know what else to do other than just to start how the Bible, uh, you know, the church starts in the Bible, which is just to pray. So we started a prayer group, literally just tried to get some people together, said, hey, would you be interested in praying with us about starting a new church? We started a prayer group. It was on Thursday nights. We did that for probably two years solid before we did anything else. And then we ended up, um, you know, starting uh meeting on Sundays and then from there we were doing some community things of course to reach out to to the community and then from there you know the Lord started adding to the number and we were able to start you know doing Sunday services fully I mean you have to you have to reach a certain level even to get there you know yes. and so yes. it was all a process and it was something that the Lord taught us patience something that we all have well at least most of us have problems with you know we want things to be to be there sooner than they were. We had a really good church planting coach. And I would just say for anybody that is church planting, it's very important to have somebody that has done it before, yeah. is able to help give you some pointers. And one of the things he constantly said to us, Brother Eric, he said, it's going to take more time, energy, and resources than you ever thought possible. And we, we really, we've lived that. We've, proved that. we've lived, yeah, absolutely. And and right now in your church, you're getting quite a good congregation of people and a, quite a mix of people age-wise yes. as well. That's right. <clears throat> yes, absolutely. We've got tons of kids. We've got um, we we actually. So here's the thing: we you end up in a in a new church plant typically attracting people that are in your age range and and your life circumstance, and so that's just sort of a natural organic growth that happens. Uh, they just feel comfortable with with where you're at in life. 
we literally prayed some older, more mature Christians into our church. We, we purposefully prayed that the Lord would send, because we had a lot of younger, newer Christians. And if you know anything about having kids, uh, those people are strapped for time. Uh, and so we needed some folks that could really volunteer, even be mentors of some of our younger couple. And we literally prayed uh, for God to send us some of those people. Unbeknownst to us, there was another church that ended up closing their doors. And the Lord just guided some people into our church that are still pillars of faith in our community. And so we just, you know, so we do have a, a pretty diverse group of, of individuals that are a part of our church and and it's a it's a beautiful thing it really yeah. is uh, Marshall I know that you also have the opportunity to share your ministry and experience now abroad mm. and uh, briefly just uh, sure. a, a snippet what opportunities have you had in that so I never did real well in school <laughs> early on but the Lord gave me a strong desire in college and then in seminary to really pursue the academic arm of the faith as well. Uh, we need people that can do that and do that. And so I've had a strong desire ever since seminary to pursue that. Once I moved here, one of the side projects I've had going on now for nine years is I teach at a community college at Junkley, which is just part-time uh, over here in Decatur. And so I've been in the ac- academic world the whole time. Now, I've had opportunities to go to India twice now and in Haiti as well to go into their seminaries and teach theology, you know, biblical interpretation, this sort of thing. And so, you know, it it was something I never saw coming. It was something I I really didn't even honestly think about. Like, it's not something I I really reflected upon in Mm -hmm. myself. It was something God gifted to me, quite honestly. And so I've wanted just to be a good steward of that gift. And so every time the door has opened, I've gone and stepped in it and just said, you know, Lord, I want to I want to obey you. Marshall, it's exciting. Now you and Jessica, your wife, you have five children, four yes. boys and a little girl. That's right. Um, let me say in 30 seconds, what has been the highlights of your life? Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, each birth of my child would certainly be a highlight. You know, I mean, marry my wife, my wife has carried our ministry in in more ways than I have honestly at times she's she's more pastorally gifted sometimes than than even I am and and that's the lord knew that when he put us together he knew that and so we now we're seeing I'm I'm bring my first child to a mission trip this year and I'm very excited oh, about that so, so I mean that that's those kind of moments are the ones you really as a cuz my first my first church is my family absolutely well marshall what an exciting time, and the time flies so, so quickly, and our period of time for interview is just about gone, and the joy of pointing people to the Lord and seeing them discipled mm-hmm. must be just the crowning joys of our lives, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Marshall, if you had a final little word to say to the people, what would it be? Just that you really can trust God. He will be enough for you no matter what. And if he's called you to do something, then obey. Mm-hmm. Let me let me pray for us as we Amen. depart from this time. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the call that you have upon all of our lives. Mm-hmm. Each one, Lord, you've called. And so we pray for everyone listening to this broadcast, Lord, that you would confirm the call upon their life. Lord, whether that's to reach their neighbors or around the world, 
We pray that you would help us to say yes to you in obedience, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Marshall. Marshall Dagg, pastor in Alabama, thank you for your time today. Absolutely.